episode 274. Thank you all for listening to episode 273. Jeremy beats the pod again. April Fools. <laughs> I am the nature boy, Gray Lamarck, here with my co-host. Parrot boy Flair. All right, so for anybody out there... Air boy Jericho. Stop. <laughs> oh shit man the american dream cody bryant <laughs> oh god so we do got to throw that out there we mentioned before we're plugging you know giving our our plugs to ruthless pro wrestling rpw uh so today what is the date today it is april 4th so in a few weeks We've got WrestleMania next week, and then two weeks after that, the bigger show, Blood, Sweat, and Beers, up in Erie, Michigan, and for RPW. Looking forward to that. Sam Beal, your heavyweight champion. They're going to have their first deathmatch champion. Looking forward to that. Three th- or four thirty. I always want to say three thirty. Four thirty. I'm in Cody time. Four thirty. <laughs> Actually, it would be five thirty then, wouldn't it? Four thirty <laughs> to eight o'clock, and the same day as UFC two sixty one. So looking forward to that. Hopefully can get up there to burgers and beers. I'm going to be driving Parrot. Parrot doesn't have his Parrot license back yet. So me and the Parrot are going to go up and watch some RPW. Maybe Cody Bryan will join us. I know Barrington Bear cannot, but uh, you'll be there in spirit. Yeah. Send me some, send me some picks. Absolutely. Some picks and some bids. <clears throat> yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully you can join us up there sometime. Yeah, if they have more, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, they will. They just had Slam Dammit. What was it? Slam Demic? They just had that recently. I know Peapod was there for that one. So, Slam Demic. Yep. Pretty cool. So we're going to check it out, see what we can do. A lot of local local promotion. Like, Got to love the local guys. Uh, hopefully we do meet that promoter soon and that heavyweight champ. We'll see what happens. But we got to thank some people. So thanks to Wes Anderson for Mind Quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram, at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing. First sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Thank you to Brandon for all you do for us. The hoodies, I think uh, it looks like Bear, you're wearing one of the shirts, right? Yes, sir. Wearing a good one. And uh, we got to thank you for that. We got to thank you for the stickers, koozies. The hats are going to be coming. Looking forward to that. Going to have some cool hats. And uh, we got to thank Brandon for all he does for us. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Erie, Michigan. Erie, Michigan. It is now springtime, officially. It's April. You could still be seeding your lawn, but he's probably going to be cutting your grass here soon. Get in touch with him, 419-704-5471. Sparty Steve, thank you for all you do. Being our biggest uh, our biggest sponsor, biggest supporter, we appreciate you very much and everything you do for us. Look forward to seeing you at episode 300, providing uh, the venue, the Waterville Event Center, actually being provided uh, by Leslie. So thank you, and Sparty Steve is paying for it and looking forward to that. So again, thank you to Sparty Steve. We appreciate you. And we have the official name of episode 300 because now that we know it'll be Shiv and Parrot together, it is now the Pod Beats episode 300, the Pod Beats Patty Boggs 3, Revenge of the Shiv with Parrot Work. So we're looking forward to it. We're going to have a good time. Uh, so thank you again to Sparty Steve. And last but not least, of course, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Make sure you get out there to datingtransformation.com. Reach out to Connell Barrett. Get that consultation. Get that confidence up. Them 
vaccines are out and about for about everybody. You're going to be getting them. You're going to be at the bars here in the next few months. So just get the datingtransformation.com. You've had a year and a half of free time to do this. No need to be slacking. Also, make sure you get the book on Amazon. Pre-order the book. Dating sucks, but you don't. As I uh, stated on Thursday's episode, if you listen, I got a notification that the book could be here as soon as May 13th. So make sure you get on that train so you can get the book as soon as possible. You don't want to be behind. Like, uh, you know, Cody's already read it three times, so you're already behind him. Make sure you're getting it quicker than that. Dating sucks, but you don't on Amazon. Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. He's got a girlfriend, a gumar, a wife, an ex-wife. He's got everything. No geishas. <laughs> Hopefully no masseuses. Yeah, I'd like to one, one Robert Kraft, please. <laughs> when he goes into the 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 old airport rub and tug. Is that what they're called over there? He, he probably don't even tip well either. Yeah, probably not. All right, we got to get those updated standings. What do we got? Updated standings. Oh, math here. So updated standings, Gray with 93, Cody with 65, myself with 85, Parrot with 47, Peapod with 8, Wes Anderson with 2. Huh, only 2, eh? Only 2 for old Wes. Poor Wes. Uh, I can't wait to, uh, well, while we're waiting for him i say ready but he's not ready it looks like here's the title the iwgp heavyweight title nice uh, pretty slick i like it would it surprise you if i said peapod hates it no that looks terrible like it'd be cool if you're putting it on a action figure like i mean does it look too plasticky? So does if it look it as plasticky as it is? Yeah, it looks like it belongs on Power Ranger. It's morphin' time, man. It's okay. Yeah, obviously. So no, uh, Peapod did does hate it. Interesting. And uh, just so, you're with him. You guys agree finally. I think it's it's ugly. Like I mean, I don't know what else to. I mean, it's it's ugly. It's different, is what no, I said. No, it's ugly. That's another way of saying ugly. That's what. So you. It's different. For ugly. Look, you're different. That's like that's like a fuck. I ain't ugly. <laughs> like I'm different, but I ain't ugly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm saying about that belt, but it's no, weird. It's like, and you know what I don't like though is all this empty space. That's just weird. It looks cheap. right. That's what I mean. Yeah, it looks cheap. It looks like the the first um, uh, WWE heavyweight title after the spinner belt. Yeah, yeah, it's a like, good point. It looks, you know, it's it's almost it's like they tried to be gaudy for no reason, and it just turns out to look plastic. You know, it looks fake. Like, it's just, I don't know. It ain't for me. And it's not like, it's not like they're trying to market the kids or anything over in Japan. So, 
right. don't know. That's what I don't understand. What's the point? Right. Yeah. It's you know I'm not a I'm not really a fan myself. So I mean, if they're trying to, I mean, I understand it. It brings all the the belts from the past. I mean, this is only the fifth design ever of that belt. So. I mean, like I said earlier, it looks like the title from, I want to say, like the early 90s, um, like the early 90s design, which, you know, they tried to, which is essentially like a, a crown and then like two plates on the side. And I don't know. I mean, they tried to put it all, bring it all together. But, you know, sometimes it's OK to just, you know, start new. But I don't think anything was wrong with the last design of the belt. I think the last design was the best one that they've had. Yeah. I mean, between that one and uh, between that and the Brock Lesnar version when he won it over there. So which um, one was which one was this? Was this the current? That's the latest one. Yeah, that was the latest one. Or and then the one. Recent. Yeah, and then the one right next to it was the Brock Lesnar That's version. Brock, I knew that. Yeah, that's like the Brock Lesnar, like Kurt Angle uh, version. I mean, which was pretty sweet, you know. Doesn't they, they it kind of look like the Divas title? <laughs> Remember that old Divas title? Yeah, it looked like, like a butterfly. butterfly belt. Yeah, yeah. I say, next thing you know, we'll see the Bellas out there challenging for that damn belt. The Bellas? Yeah, or uh, oh, hell yeah, Michelle McCool will make a comeback. Maybe, maybe she will. Maybe she won't. Man, it's just—I uh, don't like it. I'm with oh. you. How long does it last? <laughs> I have a question. Yep. Is part of the problem with wrestling is a is that there's so many different, like, avenues with it, like, you know, as far as, like, different leagues and stuff, or different, like... No, the problem is the monopoly is WWE is a monopoly, and uh, nobody, like, to make good, good money, like, WWE can, basically, people are selling their souls to be in WWE, and uh, because it's hard to walk away from that kind of money they pay. AEW is starting to pay some money, so it's become another avenue for people. Uh, New Japan's good for those that just want to go over and have good wrestling, and they yeah. get paid pretty well too, right? Yeah, I mean, you can make good money in Japan. It's just if you're you're going to be a draw, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're an American or you know someone from England, um, you know, going over there, you got to deal with the fact that you're you know not in your home country, right? But you're a big draw. Like AJ right. Styles was a big draw. Kurt right. Angle, big draw. Brock Lesnar, big draw. Yeah, I mean they'll pay you pretty well, and if you can survive the, you know, the New Japan Dojo, then you know you're all for it, man. Because over there, still, you know, yeah, over over Japan, man, they still treat it like you know it's still real to them, damn it. And you know, like they. You know, they used to think of it being an honor. Like, if you were in the crowd and a wrestler slapped the piss out of you walking to the ring, man, like, you know, people didn't wash their faces for a couple weeks after that. Yeah. Because, you know, it was looked at as an honor. And the biggest problem with 
professional wrestling, at least in the United States side, is all you have is WWE. That's it. And it's a diluted product. So, I mean, because they can print money because, you know, they're the only show in town. And there's not a lot of access to, um, you know, wrestling from, you know, Mexico or even New Japan. I mean, think of it now. Like, dude, it's 2021, and we've only had really, you know, access to New Japan freely. Only, I'd say, what, last probably 10 years or so? Because of the internet and them actually getting a, a deal to be on American television? You know, a lot of that stuff, if you didn't know anybody that had, you know, tapes of it or had some kind of way to watch it, you know, you were never going to see it. And now with uh, New Japan World, man, there's matches. I just spent the last weekend just going through New Japan World and just watching matches from, you know, late 80s and early 90s. I mean, there's an Owen Hart match on New Japan World from when he wrestled in Japan. You know, like that's never, that's hardly ever talked about. You know, the Hulk Hogan match from uh, New Japan, him against the Great Muda, like that match, that's hardly ever talked about. The only reason why people talk about that match is because, you know, it was right after WrestleMania 9 and Hogan had won the title <laughs> and he called the WWF title a toy. Like he had cut this promo calling it a toy and a, a little trinket. And, you know, said it didn't mean shit compared to the IWGP title. So he made, so, it, but, made it big. Yeah. So but do these wrestlers come from New Japan to go into WWE then? Say it again? So there's like, there a decent amount of wrestlers that say come from New Japan that make it to, like, the WWE per se. Uh, just recently. Yeah, that's more recent, you know, but some yeah. of them end up going back. Yeah. Yeah. Because who was that, uh, who was that that came over and signed with NXT, but then ended up going, and well, he's in AEW yeah, now, right? Oh, yeah, well, Kenta came Kenta. over and went back. Um, yeah, he came over, went back. Uh, Kari Sane. You know, she came over. She just went back. Because she said it was for a husband, right? Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, like... Because that's like the same thing. Americans going to New Japan, them coming here is the same culture shock. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, like over, you know, Japan, man, like for a long time, you know, WWF, I mean, even here in the States, man, like WWF and Vince McMahon was looked down upon. You know, like it was not, you know, when you said pro wrestling, you know, you people thought of, you know, Mid-Atlantic or, or Georgia Championship Wrestling or, you know, or NWA, you know, because it was, you know, that was what AEW wishes they could be. You know, like it was portrayed as an actual, you know, sport and presented. That's how it was presented. It was presented as sport and real, you know, with with real issues like, you know, uh, you know, there weren't angles or, or programs started because, um, you know, because, you know, the some recording artist came and visited a show and didn't speak to a wrestler. 
you know, stupid shit like that. Like, it was basically, you know, I want to be the best out there and I want to be world champion. And, you know, I'm coming to be world champion. And a lot of the territory days, you know, like older wrestlers, man, like Ric Flair, Harley Race, you know, dude, they used to go back and forth to Japan, like, all the time. You know, go back and forth and, you know, just for a few months at a time and earn, like, tons of money over there and bring it back. Yeah. No, Parrot, those are those are good questions, man. I mean, that's the that, that's just how that works. You know, with it, it's a culture change for them. Uh, you do have guys that are successful. I mean, Ken, I mean, hell, Kenny Omega was successful over there. John Moxley was decently successful there. Um, you know, we talked about AJ Styles, of course, and the Bullet Club became big. Prince Devitt or Finn Balor, as we know, I know, because well, over there he was called was he Prince Devitt or just Fergal? De- well, Fergal's his name. Fergal, he was Prince yeah. Devitt, wasn't he there? Prince yeah, he was yeah. Prince Devitt. Well, That's he was thought. big in yeah, he was big in England. You know, on the the British wrestling scene, and then he went to New Japan, and he just like he blew up. Right. And he's you know he's the NXT champ now, which is which is fine. Yeah. Leave him there. Um, he says but, where he wants to be though. Yeah, that's right, and, and that's, that's where he should. Thing, yeah. And he should be, you know, you got good guys down there that, that they just got to use him right. Tommaso Ciampa, I still like watching him. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, you got to, you know, it's like we talked about once before. Like, if you want to do, you know, do you want to go for the art or you want to go for the money? Right. Japan's art, WWE money. Yeah. Money. And a lot of the times, yeah, yeah a, lot of times the, a lot of times that art and passion don't keep the lights on. Right. Right. That's true. Uh, I mean, Parrot, hell, Parrot would wrestle for a, tw- a, a, a Twinkie or a Kit Kat. Wouldn't you, Parrot? I wouldn't go that <laughs> Yeah, you don't really. Cigar, a vapey. <laughs> I'd do it for a vapey. There we go. Maybe a Klondike bar. <laughs> <laughs> you do it for a Klondike bar. All right. Let's look at the trivia. Here we go. Bear is back. All right. For two points, what was the name of the wrestling promotion created by Matt and Jeff Hardy in 97? Oh, God. I'm in. Oh, man. I got to tell him, sorry, we had a delay. I don't even remember. I don't know. You have no idea. Let me know when you guys are ready. I'm ready. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready. I got in three initials, three letters. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, ready? I don't know. Yep. Three, two, one. Oh, this one I know I'm right. Um, the the which I don't know. Yeah, it. I oh, mean, yeah. it was different, but the because um, remember it was. Do you did you watch any of it? Uh, uh-uh. you know it existed. Oh yeah, it was them back in the day. Yeah. The, uh, sorry, go ahead. 
I will give no, five bonus city. points if anybody can tell me what that stands. Oh God, that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Typing <laughs> something out. Yeah, let's let's come what? up with something. Omega Oxys. <laughs> Maylox, ecstasy, uh, getting acquired. There we go. Uh, only men entertain giant assholes. <laughs> Barrett. Oh Jesus. Um. Which kind of makes a very interesting discussion there in itself when you ask, you know, which Hardy brother is better? I, I don't I think they're the same, both in a different realm. I think creatively, Matt is better than Jeff, but I think in the ring, talently, Jeff is better than Matt. I don't um, really consider I, jumping off a high shit of talent, though. Yeah, but I mean, he gave, you know, in his prime, he gave The Undertaker a run for his money. Shocked the hell out of him. Yeah, I mean, taking a beating and jumping off of ladders. That's kind of, I don't know. I think Matt was better. Organ, Yeah, I, I like Matt better too. Organization of modern, all the way around. Organization of modern yeah. extreme grappling arts. So that means Matt probably came up with that one. I mean, personally, I was never a Hardy Boys. That's just me. I was like when yeah. the, when it was all of them. I was a Dudley Boys guy. That's that that was. Yeah. They said Parrot better better be ready. But next week we're back to the tag championships. Tag titles are on the wall. Parrot and Cody versus the Tobaggins brothers. Is Parrot there still? Yes, he is. Uh, so Parrot. <laughs> Because he, he see now you have you you have Peacock now you can actually participate, right? Yeah, can't wait for the what color are Hulk Hogan's trunks? They're purple today, <laughs> as Parrot would say. Um, orange, right? Fun, yeah, right. So season nine, we're gonna watch season nine, a match from season nine of WrestleMania. Actually, there's only twelve days left of season nine. No, um, season he has nine. a practice question for you, Parrot. Pay attention. Okay. Practice question for three points right now. So nine if if we triple it. This is a tough one. What profession did Duke, the dumpster drozy, have as his gimmick? Trash man. <laughs> He's going to give it to him. Practice question. So we ain't tripling. We ain't tripling next week. Fuck you. You have a teammate. Unless we say that Parrot can answer by himself, maybe we will. Yeah. Is he a trash man? Come on, the dumpster. I mean, come on, Parrot can at least decipher and think think questions through. I have uh, some common sense. I'm the like, Cody. Can you give it to me one time? I'm the trash man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, there he goes. Cody has to be feeling good for next week. Have a good one. <laughs> yeah, because Perry gets his own category. Hey, man, I always feel good with Perry, man. No homo. Because <laughs> he's the trash man. Uh, All right. The goddamn trash man. So... <laughs> 
on this day in 1993, 28 years ago, was WrestleMania 9. We know what it's really known for. Terry must pose and ruin Bret Hart's season life. Nine. Yeah, season nine. Yeah. Every time but you say season nine, nine, a baby dies. Well, that sucks. <laughs> so I, I won't say it anymore. Season nine. But uh, <laughs> the, uh, oh, damn it. God damn it, pal. The, uh, uh, we're going to watch Doink, uh, the clown. We're going to watch Doink versus Crush, and we'll talk a little bit about Doink, the original Doink, of course. Uh, and actually, we're starting exactly Fire Up the Peacock Network, season nine. There's another one. And 50-minute mark on the Peacock Network. Yeah, wake up that cock, people. WrestleMania Peacock 9. Surprise, Peacock has this on here. WrestleMania 9, season nine, episode un. We're going to share the old screen, share computer sound. We're at the 50-minute mark. I mean, it's kind of almost WWE in a nutshell anyway, how they, like, rush this out and have it all fucked up and then still try to get people to pay money for it. Yeah, but is it WWE or is it NBC? Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of like a microcosm of WWE, though. I mean, yeah, but NBC has had plenty of time to get. I don't. I mean, I'm not saying they got to have all the content on there, but goodness, they've had plenty of time to make right. it better than what it is. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, like even the platform itself, you could at least had it ready to have people be able to skip matches and whatnot. Yeah, that's the biggest one. Just when I figured that out, fuckers. Yeah. Well, hell, if you got a billion dollars to spend on all the content, you could have spent an extra, you know, five hundred million to get the damn platform too. I don't think you would have needed that much. No. Yeah. Like, that would probably make too much sense, too. Maybe though. 50 bucks. So, <laughs> uh, here we go. It's going to open up with Mean Gene Okerlund and Doink. So, Jake, do you know Doink? Have oh. you seen Doink? Oh, this will be fun for you. Enjoy this. So, this man, Doink, desecrate the visage of Julius Caesar, but you know, <laughs> Doink, that's the kind of thing we become accustomed to with you. I've seen you play tricks on kids. I mean, really sick type tricks. I got a good sense of humor. Throwing pails of water on little kids, hitting them in the face with pies. <laughs> but the funny? most memorable took place in front of a national television audience when you, Doink, apparently tore your arm right out of its socket and from behind attack crush the man you're going to be needing I remember this this is good right here R.I.P. Mean Gene damn R.I.P. Crush and the original doink for that matter yep yep this is going to be terrible <laughs> Which I think this was the second doing. the replay of that action. I cannot believe you seem to take enjoyment in it. You take you relish it. The, 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 the thought of it all. I'm bringing a sense of humor to this party. WrestleMania 9. You know, you laugh, but it could Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the second one. That's the second doing. I want to say this is uh, Ray Apollo. It could happen. Here at WrestleMania 9. Right? Oh, revenge would be sweet. <laughs> but I guarantee you, after WrestleMania 9, 
Crush. Maybe seen. Because the original one was what Matt Osborne, right? Yeah, Matt Bourne. Matt, Matt Bourne. Yeah, Big Josh. Back in the day in WCW. What are you laughing at, Bobby? Man, R.I.P. Good old. Dude, like Doink was one of my favorites back then, man. So, Matt, did Matt originate the character, but he didn't come on to WWE until 94, right? Uh, it was, I want to say it was before that, I think. 90, it was what, like late 92, early 93? And it was, that's when it was born, Osborne. And then he ended up, I don't know, they ended up firing him or something like that for a drug test. So, like, by the time WrestleMania came around, it wasn't even him. I think, yes, because uh, I know, like, Ray Apollo did it for a while. And I think this is him wrestling. I, this, I'm then, pretty sure this is Matt Osborne here. Yeah, I think it is Matt Osborne. Watch this, watch this. It, says, it says he was the original Doink until he left in December of December 93. But we know there's going to be a, another one. That's, oh, right, that's, that's him right there. Yeah. What's that? And then... Yeah, and then the guy that uh, played Skinner... He was doink for a little while. He put on the, the paint wig. Yeah, it's got uh, all the people like Matt Osborne and then Steve yeah. Kine. Yeah, that was Skinner. Yep, he so he's the illusion doink that we're gonna see. Yeah. And right. occasionally the real doink at house shows. Yeah. Steve Lombardi occasionally wrestling. We know Steve yeah. Lombardi. Good old brawler. Hey, but knuckleball Schwartz. The uh House shows has dressed as Doink for various WWE appearances. Ray Apollo wrestled as Doink in the WWF after Osborne left. What you said. Dusty Wolf was Doink in the NWA. Ace Darling wrestled Scotty Flamingo as Doink on Smoky Mountain Wrestling in 94. Eugene wrestled as Doink in 2003, losing to Chris Benoit. Jeff Jarrett dressed as Doink. The pole pranks on Dink. Doink is not laughing now. Men on a mission of the Bushwhackers wrestled as the four doinks. This one may be over quick. Jericho took on the persona of doink in order to perform an ambush on William Regal. I do remember that. This is the first. Uh, this is the first pay-per-view we didn't we didn't mention either. First event for Jim Ross too. With WWE. Right, right. He's with Bobby the Brain and what Macho Man, right? Macho Man, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Buddy made crush man. Oh my Jimmy. <laughs> do many good. Do many good. <laughs> you can hear it there. Yeah. Crush was a homie at a macho man back in the day. And crush has got a beer belly going on in this. I don't think that's beer belly. You pregnant? A little something. No, he might be smuggling some stuff, whatnot. <laughs> 
Eagles crush outside. Left hands to the midsection. Right hand to the head. But doesn't he just change so, you know, Brian Anna, he changed so much over time. Well, this was the second time he came back because he was crushing demolition before this. Right. And then when they disbanded demolition after, was it, WrestleMania 7? The big man from Hawaii. Just crazy. So after, yeah, after seven, he came back like this, and and then he uh, got arrested for drug possession, and then next thing you know, he comes back as a con, uh, next con. It's to him and uh, him and Macho were close too, weren't they? Yeah. In this contest thus far, Macho Man. I think Doink is going to be the one seeing double vision after that. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, man. Love it, love it. Macho with the one-liners, yeah. Rush is really getting a, at least a measure of revenge for all the damage that was done to him by this uh, evil clown. Don't you understand something? This evil clown. Before he was killed by Doink, he put his hand... Holy so well. Is he Pogo the clown? Chuckles the clown? Pennywise? Wise. Oh, he would just take him right down into the, uh, take him right down in the old sewer. Yeah. Pogo, he'd just come to the door and take you and rape you. Mm-hmm. That was a, that's, a, that's a show coming up on, uh, what is it, HBO or Peacock or something like that. Uh, or Paramount uh, about John Wayne Gacy, the one that played Pogo, that you know, okay. that did uh, some nasty shit, raping people and murdering them, and that was horrible. Why you can't trust clowns? Parrot, I want you. I want you for one Halloween to dress up as like the clown. Glimmer of a You can be Doink's cousin, uh, Boink. Hornswoggle, though. We can we can find you a little Hornswoggle too. He can be your sidekick. He has a split personality, this man. Well, perfect candidate for that. Executed and a kick to the ribs, chest cavity there. Come on, Doinker, get him. So, Matt Osborne, did he do anything else besides uh, play Doink? Yeah, he was uh, he was Big Josh in WCW before he got there. And then uh, after that, he went to ECW. And uh, I can't think of his name in ECW. Because he actually wore like the the doink like outfit and and uh, half the face paint. And he was like reborn or something like that. Wasn't he in like the first? I'm pretty sure he was in the first or second match in WrestleMania one, wasn't he too? I think so. Just as just as himself, right? Just as Matt Bourne. I think he lost. Yeah. To, uh, I think he lost to. Uh, Steamboat, maybe? Trying to shake it loose. So I, I never looked into so how did Doink come about the, the gimmick? 
Right he was just however Vince was feeling that day. Oh, I, here you go. Uh, Talking about Bruce mentioned it. Yes, Mike, Mike Headstringer, Hall Hawk is the one that brought it up. The idea of a miserable clown character. Yeah, yeah that was Hawk, man. Huh. Hook him up and over, and down outside goes Doink the Clown. And Doink oh, goes going under the ring. Where's he going? Crush caught him. I think he was going to call through to the other side. He's up behind Crush. Catch a plane if he had the chance. Catch a plane if he had the chance. Yeah, why wasn't Vince on commentary for this? I think because they had Jim Ross at that time. I mean, Vince didn't. I don't know. He never really did the big pay-per-views, though. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you had they had Gorilla and they had Gorilla and Bobby Heenan for the most part. Knocked down there. under the ring. So here comes Skinner, right? Yeah, I want to say this was Skinner. Trying to get away from Crush, no doubt. I know what's under there. He's going for one of those big pipe wrenches they use to construct the ring. Big pipe wrenches. All right, crescent wrench. Men do desperate things in the. Doink is desperate to say the least. I'm concerned about the official who is lying there motionless. No, he's just out cold. That's that was a horrible is. kick. He's down, and guess what? He can't get up. <laughs> Crush don't care about the victory now. He's remembering the pain factor. Oh, he's, he's got, got it on him. He's got it again. What is it all Squeezing there. <laughs> That's uh, the, the old head squeeze. Right. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Oh, no. What? Double doink. Double doink. Yeah, that brings back the old Cody parking memories. <laughs> I guess we got the name of the episode. Double doink. Magic. Yeah. So the Bellas became fucking Hall of Famers because of shit like this. An illusion. What are you talking about? An illusion. <laughs> oh, Bobby, man. He's so good. It was an illusion. <laughs> man. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Kudini. Copperfield. Oh, God. He didn't play that character really well. Yes, he did. Just the faces and all that, man. Goes from the smiling to creepy. What happened? Oh, man. So, that's a good one. That's enjoyable. Oh, yeah. So, Parrot, what do you think of old Doink? I think I like him. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to do it for Halloween this year. <laughs> Dude, we could have spent... We could have just watched all the times he was, like, was fucking with kids in the crowd, man. 
Oh, he came it's out so with good. The, the flowers squirting kids in the face, yep. throwing buckets of water on them. Well, it'd be buckets of paper first, and then the third one would be water. Yeah, oh, that was always good, man. Uh, old doink. They should bring him back. <laughs> Jericho dressed up as doink once too. Yeah, that's what I mentioned earlier. Now that I'm thinking yeah. back to the doinks. So doink will probably get signed by AEW here in a couple of weeks. I would say he'll be all elite in two weeks. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's on the show. He'll right. be all elite. Double doink. It's going to be the tag team. The old double doink. Uh, so we got to thank Wes Anderson for Mind Quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, Crandall Squatty Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com, Sparty Steve. We appreciate you for being the biggest supporter. Again, get those tickets for Blood, Sweat, and Beers on April 24th at 4.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. The death match that's going to be better than AEW. Looking forward to it. Me and Parrot are heading up. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Get doinked. Can't wait for a death match that's going to have a real explosion. Oh, you still waiting on me? Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I can always cut this out. Nope, I liked it. I was going to say, it'll, we'll have an explosion bigger than friggin' Jericho's scenes when he bends over. <laughs> <laughs>